Love is not enough. And growing apart is definitely not an option. So to reconnect or rekindle or just to keep the relationship flame burning, you need to be intentional. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Godly Pattern Podcast. We exist to champion your relationship and transformational journey so you can live a godly, fun, and free life. Tune in every Thursday and join our tribe of God lovers as we transform together. I love you, I love you, I love you, Jesus. I've fallen in love, oh, I love you. Hey, friends. Happy Transformational Thursday. It's Coach Lucci here bringing you a juicy, impactful message. You know, teamwork always makes the dream work. So I just want to acknowledge all my listeners and Godly Tribe members. I'm so thankful to all of you who have reached out to me, liked, commented, and shared the past episodes. It's so exhilarating to see that there are people out there that are willing to do better and to be better. That are willing to join me on this journey as we keep learning, loving, and transforming together. Last week, I talked about forgiveness and healing. I shared that forgiveness is liberating. It keeps us from mental bondage and presents an opportunity for true healing. The truth is, if you want to have a long-term marriage relationship, then you will need to forgive constantly and refrain from holding pain that ends up turning into bitterness and strong resentment. But I do believe that as you take this word to heart and apply it, you will see God begin to do some amazing things in your marriage. I believe for it. So this Transformational Thursday, in continuation to the Let's Talk Love series, I want to talk about intentionality to help combat growing apart. As a coach, I've had the opportunity to talk to couples that are growing apart. It seems to be a trend. It really does. So if you're experiencing this, trust me, you are not alone. Some couples just experience a disconnect and it could be an emotional disconnection or a mental disconnection or even a physical disconnection. But it is how you respond to it and how you react to it that matters. So let's talk about it. Growing apart in a marriage relationship for some happens immediately after the honeymoon phase is over. And for many others, this happens slowly over a period of time. Interestingly, it can be as a result of the most simple and smallest decisions. These are decisions you make every day. I see couples expressing their concerns about the things that their spouse has stopped doing, such as showing gestures of love, kindness, appreciation, or support. They start to neglect the little things. And this could be for a good reason. 
as multiple responsibilities and obligations such as family work, personal challenges, health problems, and many more start to impact their ability to balance their social life and their marriage. And as a result, they start feeling disconnected to one another. As I mentioned a few episodes ago, lack of communication and understanding are one of the most common signs in drifting apart from your spouse. If you feel like your spouse does not care for your physical or emotional needs, or your conversations turn into useless arguments, or maybe, just maybe, you're happier communicating your needs to others and doing exciting things without your spouse, you might need to work on reconnecting. When there is a loss of active physical intimacy, and you start to lean on the extreme use of social media and social interaction outside the home without your partner's participation, it is a clear sign that you are growing apart. When you are feeling frequently annoyed or irritated by your spouse, or you fight and criticize each other often, and you do not look forward to interacting with your spouse, yep, that's another sign that you are probably growing apart. That's moment where you stop doing the positive little things together or just start enjoying more time alone away from home or just away from each other regardless of if you are under the same roof. The emotional connection begins to fade away and over time you find that you are asking yourself, how did we get to this point in our relationship? Please hear me. This is where affairs happen. This is where divorce happens. As humans, we are always growing and changing, and it is natural to be pulled apart in different directions as we move throughout life. But there is an antidote for this. It's called intentionality. You have to combat growing apart by being intentional about making decisions to help you to be closer to your spouse, like expressing your love and gratitude for your marriage and learning and discovering each other every day. So let's take a deep dive here. What is intentionality or what is the act of being intentional? The Oxford Dictionary defines intentional as done on purpose, deliberate. Intentional relationships require each person to be active rather than passive. It requires parents, partners, siblings, and everyone in between to take action instead of waiting for the things to happen. Instead of just waiting around for things to happen. Now that we have the definition, what does an intentional marriage look like? Right off the bat, I want to make something very clear. Intentionality is hard work, but it does pay off. Intentional relationships are not convenient. They require commitment and trust. Commitment is believing and acting as if your marriage is a lifelong journey, which it should be. Trust occurs when you know that your partner acts and thinks to maximize your best interests and benefits, not just their own. In this sense, commitment and trust are verbs and require daily actions to let your partner know that you're with them. You take them into consideration when making decisions. When you are intentional, you portray your loved one in the best possible light. You build them up 
by acknowledging and emphasizing their positive qualities over negative ones. An intentional marriage is one where the spouses are conscious and they deliberately decide to build and maintain a sense of connection with each other. The emphasis here is building into their relationship intentional rituals of connection. Think of it as creating a mindful marriage. If we are not intentional, we can become a couple that's on automatic pilot. With our cramped schedules, endless tasks, kids to care for, and ever-present television, media, and smartphones, these things will stare our direction. All of this activity creates less focus on our relationships over time, and therefore less connection, less spark, and less intimacy. Let's look at just one distraction, the smartphone. A recent study found that the average iPhone user touches his or her phone 2,617 times a day, whereas millennials go two times over. Software designers are intentionally designing smartphones for distraction and addiction because that is where the money is. Surrounded by objects designed for distraction has made our being intentional in our marriage even more important. Research shows it is not easy to keep a marital connection. It has shown that there is a loss of intensity that occurs from daily living over many months and years, even while sleeping beside the same person every night. It is said that marriage can be compared to swimming in the ocean. You are either going to be pulled where the current happens to take you, or you are going to swim in the direction you decide to swim. And then after you have children, the current gets heavy and swift. With a baby, the priority is naturally to care for the child. When you come up for air, you tend to trade off childcare for self-care so that you could get some individual downtime and you end up boring that time from your marriage. Then you focus on being good parents, which leads to you placing priority on developing parent-child skills and rituals. And that's great. But we must note that family time is not the same as couples time. To combat the impact of time and changes in your marriage and ensure that you are growing closer over the years, you have to be mindful and intentional. Otherwise, you may find yourself adrift. So what are some good marital rituals? Rituals are interactions that are repeated coordinated and significant. It can be something a couple does every day or once a week, once a month or once a year. Rituals carry a positive emotional meaning for both people in the marriage. The emotional significance of the ritual distinguishes a ritual from a routine. Routines are done over and over but don't have much emotional meaning. Rituals are about having a connection. Actually, rituals can be divided into three categories, connection, intimacy, and community. An example of a connection ritual would be saying I love you before leaving in the morning and upon returning home. 
intimacy ritual could be patterns a couple develops in their sexual intimacy or yearly dates for anniversaries or Valentine's Day. Lastly, community rituals are those where couples participate in giving and receiving support with their larger community like religious activities or joint involvement in a community movement or service. Couples need time to talk together every day. This is so important. It is so necessary. I read an interesting article and it states, A married couple with children who have 15 minutes of uninterrupted, non-problem solving talk every day is in the top 2% of all married couples. Wow. You know, I watched an interview with Pastor Keon and Shawnee Henderson of the Lighthouse Church in Houston, Texas, and they said something that I believe is so vital that every couple should be doing this. They said that they set aside about an hour every Wednesday to have a discussion, allowing each other 10 minutes of uninterrupted time to speak. That's powerful. 10 minutes of uninterrupted time for each partner to speak. That is so good. And they said that if they're not in a good headspace to address a particular issue that was brought up at the time, they respectfully communicate that. And I assume that they table it for next time. I love this. This is a strong communication ritual they have formed for themselves. And since they've both been divorced in the past, they have come into this marriage with an intentional mindset to make this work. You know, the reality is, you're not going to have time for personal talk at all times, especially if you have children. This is why you need to ritualize it. Just figure out what works for your family and your relationship and stick to it. The key there is for you to stick to it. That's why it's a ritual. And that's why it works and it will work for you. All right. Being intentional is defined as doing things on purpose, deliberately. It requires each person to be active than passive. It means taking action instead of waiting for things to happen. But when intentionality is not there, a marriage can go into autopilot and that can do damage to a marriage. When people get married to each other, the first few weeks or months are usually filled with lovey-dovey and affectionate moments. However, the true test of the marriage's strength shows up when they face different life issues. If they remain committed to each other and the union, they can keep steering the relationship in the right direction. However, the marriage will be left unhandled if they reduce their intentionality and commitment. But what does a marriage on autopilot look like? It means that two people in a marriage no longer show the necessary commitment as they used to before. They might remain married, but they don't put in the effort to make their marriage work intentionally. They basically live like roommates and they are less concerned about moving the marriage on the right path because they are more focused on their individual lives. When a marriage is on autopilot mode, it is most likely unstable. 
But here are some of the signs to identify a marriage that's most likely running on autopilot or is definitely growing apart. Number 1. If any of the partners feel the marriage is one-sided. When a partner feels this way in a marriage, they are most likely putting their best efforts into making the union work, while the other party feels less concerned. Similarly, they might feel that they are being taken for granted because the partner might only act intentional when they need something from them. Yeah, I see this a lot. You know, when your partner needs some money or needs some bedroom activity, then they want to act intentional. And then after that, it seems like they just go back to being on autopilot mode and not regarding you. Number two, both spouses are too busy to create quality time. Another way to know the signs that a marriage is on autopilot is when both people fail to create enough time to spend together. They'll tend to claim that they are too busy. And truly, they are. Busy prioritizing other aspects of their life while leaving the marriage to suffer. Number 3. Physical intimacy reduces. Like I said earlier, when physical intimacy is no longer dominant in a marriage, the marriage is pretty much at risk. When there is not enough physical intimacy, it means that both parties are likely burnt out and no longer see the need to bond with each other. Number 4. Little or no appreciation. Another way to know when a marriage is on autopilot is when both parties do not appreciate each other like they used to. When they do things for each other, they don't see a reason or a need to say thank you because they take it for granted. Like I said, when a marriage is on autopilot, there is no intentionality. It simply means that both partners have no desire to be intentional. They are growing apart. They are not bothered about the union's health. They are just focused on themselves. So here are a few ways to combat being in a marriage that is on autopilot or just stale, where both partners are growing apart. Number 1. Prioritize your union. If you are focusing on other aspects of your life, leaving your marriage unattended, this is when you need to go back to the drawing board and think about why you got married to your partner in the first place. Sometimes, one of the best ways to prioritize your union is to do some retrospection. Number 2. Switch up your routines. If your routines are too rigid, now is the time to change your schedule to have more time for your marriage. You can begin by creating ample time to spend with your partner. Most married couples think their schedules will clear up one day and they will have time for each other. But unfortunately, it rarely happens because more things come up. Some of the things you can put into action to switch up your routines is by planning date nights for you and your partner, going on a vacation, doing things you both enjoy. Number 3. Keep the lines of communication open. It is important to ensure you don't assume that your partner is not thinking. Instead, ask them to gain more clarity. Just ask the question. Clarify 
Don't assume. I see a lot of couples suffering based off of an assumption. I shared that a few episodes ago how a lady basically had been treating her husband in a harsh and unkind manner for many years in their marriage all because of an assumption of cheating, of which he never cheated. So please don't assume. If you hear something, say something. If you feel something, say something. One of the reasons why some partners don't pay attention to each other is that they don't see the reason to communicate. When you keep communicating with your partner, you could tell how they view the present state of the marriage. This will help you set structures to make the union work again and provide healthy changes to your marriage dynamics. This is so important. Number four, do things together. When you notice signs that you are growing apart in your marriage, then you need to start doing things together. When you begin doing different activities with your partner or just sitting still in each other's presence, it will help the two of you bond better. You don't have to like some of the activities. The goal is to spend more time with your partner and learn more about them. When you do this, your partner is likely to reciprocate. Doing things together is vital to close the gap. Number five, learn to forgive quickly. When couples offend each other, they don't forgive easily. And I believe this is because sometimes it probably just feels good to hold a grudge at the time. But the issue is some will wait for the other party to apologize before they get on good terms. In cases where they don't apologize quickly and earnestly, this can lead to couples growing apart. Because then, both of them are waiting for each other to apologize, but two wrongs can definitely not make a right. This will make them start to grow apart, and no one will be ready to talk to the other person. So it is important to forgive and talk things out with your partner for your marriage to progress and remain healthy. Number six, respect your partner. When you face marriage issues, one of the measures to revisit is honor and respect. Remember those times when you respected your partner without question? Look at what changed between then and now and try to make the necessary corrections. Respect your partner and learn to accept their differences. This will definitely help reduce conflicts in the long run. Number seven, be committed to your marriage. If you don't prioritize your marriage intentionally, you will do things that might not be healthy for you and your spouse. You should be dedicated to making your marriage work despite unfavorable circumstances each day. When you and your partner infuse a high level of commitment, it becomes easier to take charge of your marriage and prevent it from failing. So as I conclude, I just want to let someone out there know that it is not too late to reconnect mentally, emotionally, physically, intellectually, and spiritually with your loved one if you are willing to be honest and take the time and make the effort needed to reconnect, needed for that powerful connection or reconnection. 
Being intentional will take your relationship or marriage to another level. Remember that these things don't just happen. You have to make a decision and then take the action accordingly. I pray for someone listening right now. I pray that you will fight for your marriage. I pray that you will be intentional with your partner. That you will prioritize the needs of your partner while balancing that of your children, career, and every other thing. I pray today that marriages that have lost their light, their love, and their desire will be revived by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that everyone listening to this will experience a transformation that will enable them to live and love intentionally. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you learned something from this episode today. And I believe that you did not stumble on this podcast by mistake. So as you go through your day, Please process this information and come up with questions, resolutions, and intentions to do life with God, to live in His freedom, to serve your partner, to communicate effectively, to forgive swiftly, and to intentionally make your relationship and your marriage work. Just do your best and leave the rest for God. He got you. And He will come through for you. I truly believe that together we stand and divided we fall. So I'm eager to help. I'm eager to know your thoughts and to help you navigate your journey. So be sure to send your questions in and subscribe to the Godly Pattern Podcast YouTube channel and come join me on Fate Talks with Coach Lucci as soon as it premieres. I'm so excited for us to dig deep into your questions together. So do you need a coach or just someone to listen to you? Our godly coaches are here for you to serve you and help you on all things love and transformation. Just remember to love God, live free, and have fun while doing it. Thank you for tuning into the Godly Pattern Podcast today. I hope something from today's discussion touched your heart in a unique way. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, and send in your questions by going to www.godlypattern.com and join the godly tribe. Now, my dear friends, remember whose you are according to the word of God in Genesis chapter one from verse 26 to 27. And God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. So until next time, go conquer and dominate in love and light.